Montage Podcast by me, Ed Sugars, live from the Swoon Studio in Shanghai. Greetings, everybody. Episode 16. Hi, welcome to episode 16 of the Death Charge Podcast. Yes, yes.、Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that、uh, we're getting good feedbacks from、uh, listeners. I think. I mean, at least that's what the number is showing from from my computer. <laughs> the numbers. But <laughs> the do, numbers. Do you believe the numbers?、Uh, it maybe. maybe I mean, it's it would if we were picking up a sign,、uh, some Russian bots, that would also be good. You know, <laughs> you know, you're doing something. You know, you're doing something right if you're picking up attention from Russian bots. True. I true. hope we are. If you if you're listening out there, Russian bots, thank you, <laughs> thank, thank you. you for joining the Death Charge yeah, podcast. <laughs> thank you for seeing the importance of interfering with our <laughs> erection. <laughs> and, and also,、uh, I hope you know. I hope I wasn't being.、Um, what's the word there? What am I looking for? I, 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 if there's other nationality bots that are out there, don't feel. I we want you too. <laughs> It's not just Russian bots that we want.、Well, I think we are friend only one country. So no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take anybody's bots. Yeah, for sure. I think it's universal now with the bots. <laughs> you know,、okay. Thai Thailand is like this is funny. Before we get into the topic, Thailand is like I think it's the, the number one、uh, hackers hub in the in the world. Is it? Yeah. Oh,、um, well, it's like a huge、um, like digital. Community, digital nomads community here, and、yeah. some of the biggest conferences, yeah, like are here, yeah. yeah. So, it only makes sense, yeah, right. <laughs> it makes sense, like you know, like one of the country that has like one of the、uh, biggest conference for the for the <laughs> for the world global thing. Also, is the terrorist in itself. We're just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I throw a curveball there. <laughs> I don't know if you guys catch it. Don't worry about it. <laughs>、mm. <laughs> All right, let's get into the topic.、Um, okay, so what does, what's the topic? Well, I kind of came up with it. It's going to、yeah. sound a little bit.、Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what it's going to sound like. Well, you got me into the room, but so,、um, <laughs> so the, I kind of want to talk about、um, human progress, right? Personal and collective, but maybe not from the angle that people. I, I don't know. We'll try and we'll try and bring our own angle to it. And the reason、mm. the reason I'm bringing it is not like、um, I'm not be, trying to be too philosophical. For once, I'm like just feeling frustrated, you know, by my、yeah. own personal limitations and by the limitations of us as a fucking species to <laughs> progress beyond absolute idiocy, absolute. Fucking the depths of idi- idiocy. We don't seem to be able to progress beyond it. And, and me on、yeah. a personal level, I'm like so frustrated with myself at the moment,、uh, just in terms of what I can get myself to do, how I can forget the most basic knowledge that I know is true and not apply it. And it's just wow. It's just well, incredible. Is it because of electro function? <laughs> electro function. <laughs> electro. Electro. I like that. Wow, electro function. That could be a new、That's、musical genre. I, 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 mean, I like that. Electro function. Yeah, electro function.、Mm. <laughs> you、yeah. see. My mistake can cause a, a chain reaction. Electro funk sounds really seventies. Electro function, though, that's、yeah. like sounds really twenty first century. Well, what I was gonna、know. try to say is elect electro. What is that when you have electro rhythm, electro jism? No, when you have electro jism. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everything fits. Everything fits. It's all working. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, oh, <laughs> See, now you're going to take it back to the 20th century. Now you've got to make it very 90s, very early 2000s. Hey, that's, what, that's, that's the story of my life. Okay. The 90s. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, human progressing. Um, um, yeah. Right. Well, for me, it's very relevant to podcasts, and I wanted to bring the mm. whole sort of field of podcasts into this because um, I some of my favorite things to listen to some of my favorite things to get into a podcasts mm. and and also i keep coming across in diverse fields so for example i listen to political activists from the civil rights era mm. and um you know really experienced activists I th that was a some kind of harley outside wasn't it no yeah that, that's 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 that. <laughs> anyway wow um welcome so you know just people really experienced political activists saying that um everything that they did the most important things were achieved uh, on the level of one-to-one -one conversation. Right. And then uh, also w things that you might, might expect less. So, for example, I've been listening to uh, a podcast called the Artificial Intelligence Podcast. It's definitely mm. not for everybody, but I like it. On there, though, they've been like, you know, Nobel, Nobel Prize-winning physicists, mathematicians, mm. computer scientists. Right. And uh, never, still, uh, and this is stuff where people have to sort of, you know, dig deep into code, understand mathematics on a very deep level. And yet some mm. of these people are saying that the most profound changes of direction or the most in inspirational uh, things that got them into their field or helped them understand the field came as well on the level of one-to-one -one conversation right. with some kind of mentor or tutor or right. professor. Right. And, you know, podcasting is, um, a lot of it is like we're doing it, you right. know, one-to-one. -one. Right. Right. What's so special about one-to-one -one conversation? Well, mm. it's, there is something about being uh, absorbed in the moment, uh, focusing just on th uh, thoughts and ideas and trying to communicate them uh, because now we're living in like this world of uh, um, mass communication, right? Mm, right. But it's very superficial. E everything gets, mm. information's getting sent around, but is understanding getting sent around? Yeah, that is hard. Uh, well, like, like, you know, the, the problem of the, the now is like, the 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 mass information that is going on and you know without fact checking and a lot of fake news and all this <laughs> this mm. things you know and the funny thing is like the understanding of it though that the that what you just said is like but the funny the I think there's some really really bad side of it is like people are trying to understand something that is that is kind of negative too like mm. something that is like when you you think of something is it's real but it's actually fake because they didn't fact check uh, the uh, the facts and they tried to under and they understood the facts right. in, into their own truth yeah and that's 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 pretty scary you know yeah, yeah. I, it's, uh what does that come down that's that's a complicated and like it very is. deep question in itself in the sense that how do you assess whether you're a capable of trying to understand something? You know, mm. uh, do you? It that's a that's a really tough one because when you're talking about on the level of um, trust in ideas, political ideas, so mm. ideas on mm. the level of culture and society, etc. I think most people think that 
oh yeah, I should, I, you know, I'm a person like anybody else, I should be able to understand that. But if that's really true or not, I want, or, or just in general what we can understand. Like, yeah. Yeah, that is something to think about, isn't it? Uh, I'm not, because the whole fact-checking thing, man, that's, I, I don't know. What, you don't fact-check? <laughs> well. It's not about fact-checking, but that's called into question very easily because... Mm, that is true. I'll tell you, I'll give you some right. examples. Right. I'll give you some examples, right? So lots of, um, just during this fucking uh, coronavirus crisis, lots of... Mm. Media organizations mm, mm, have done their fact checking on statements made by nameless, <laughs> like funny, let's just leave them as nameless politicians <laughs> yeah, and right, said, right. Ah, that's not true. And then, yeah. I, and then if yeah, I dig deeper, yeah. I find that the fact checkers have got it wrong. Right. Could and it, why? Because yeah. they've gone on a, on a very superficial level of fact checking. And ah. when you dig in deeper, you find that there's context. You find that, ah, it depends. If you, you know, if you dig into it, you could say, well, actually, there's some possible grounds for that. Hmm. Either, either you know, there are cases where the fact checkers themselves have just got it totally wrong, or where you'd have to say uh, the science says this is unknown. This is something that science needs to investigate, hmm. and nobody can say one way or the other. Right. And yet the and yet the fact checkers and the people they're checking are on exposing. They've come down. They've landed, and they say, "Ah, oh, we know this is true, or this is not true." Hmm. So anyway, hmm. I don't actually. That's um, so the whole fact checking thing fact checking that's not enough in my opinion to true. answer this question uh, that's true that's yeah um yeah. even though there are some facts which i s would say it's probably ridiculous to question <laughs> true <laughs> yeah but we i'm just throwing it out there but to get back to that you know one-on-one -on -one conversation the importance of 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 why i think like having a conversation like this is more important In a sense of like just you know you doing your your study by yourself some, sometimes right um, like if, when you were mentioning about the mentoring and stuff and I totally agree because I grew up with the uh, uh, the way I learned what I do now is through mentoring and through right. seeing and and all these things and through talking like this. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So every time I sit down and talk with you about. Especially about music, mm. I always learn something, oh, and it's not you. just um, not just music, yeah. uh, but like so. Let's say music and um, some of the deeper things connected with music, like yeah. how to, how to live and progress. With it. I, I, it's not just that I learn information, but I sense your deep the depth uh, the, to which you've gone into it, mm. and. The something comes across that comes with the words, but isn't just in the words. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a. I don't know if the guys at home understand what that means. <laughs> I, you know, I, like, I know what you mean. <laughs> you know, it's different. Like the way that, for example, if I say something in my ignorance about like plagal cadences or whatever, <laughs> the way that you respond, there's a tone. There's um, you bring sort of your brain is excited to a level of interest. You yeah. bring a sort of emotional response to it. The kind of It's just so much comes with it that yeah. is com communicated yeah. non-verbally as it's well. It's passion, I guess. Yeah, right. It's passion. Yeah. Mm. So, why why have I been like so feeling so frustrated? Mm. Well, it's just like a small example. You know, last podcast we did, I was very unhappy with like my state going into it. I hadn't had enough sleep. Mm. Uh, I, I was having trouble focus mm. focusing, and. I didn't feel that. I think you pulled it off pretty well. 
mm, but well, I could just feel it. Yeah, you know? and and that's why you know before this we came in here to do, talk about this. I was talking to you about the Joe Rogan podcast. Ah, right, right. And you know, I I was listening to some of your podcasts before I had any idea who you who he was. You know, mm-hmm. like really, I I hadn't seen any of his stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. I actually came upon him as a podcaster before anything else. Mm-hmm. I think I might have seen him like in. Like uh, in a bar, commentating on UFC in the background, <laughs> yeah, but I hadn't right, really right, paid any attention. Right, right, you know what I mean? Right, so, right. so yeah. I'm so I'm listening to uh, the guy, and he's obviously I find I find out like from within the podcast that he's a comedian, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Um, but he's started to impress me in the podcasts. Yeah, for, me too. Because he's having these incredibly long conversations. The, mm. Some of them have gone to four hours. Yeah, <laughs> way over three hours. Yeah. Some of them have gone the longest, and he's able to. Um, he's often talking to very very smart people. You mm. know, yeah. Pulitzer Prize winning authors, Nobel Prize winning scientists, or you know, just let's just. Say, I'm I'm getting ridiculous repeating myself, but very smart people, and yet he's able to hold the conversation together. He doesn't lose his train of thought, and mm. uh, but then I find out later that he's. You know, one of these people who's constantly striving to sort of—he's—he's uh, a, he's a perf- human performance. Mm. He believes in optimizing human performance, uh, mm. enhancing. Right. So he's taking all sorts of cognitive enhancers, right. um, all sorts of supplements. Yeah. Uh, he goes. He flies around. I mean, he's—he's he's taking something to extremes, and he's doing something that only someone with some wealth can do. True. True. You know, well, he invests in uh, in that, um, a that supplement com- company right. that he's uh, but owning. He, too. But he also like flies. A, to, you know, that has had stem cell therapy and stuff that costs yeah, thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, and yeah. you know, it, from it, for injuries yeah. and from all accounts, some of the stuff it really works. You know. Yeah. Um, anyway, the point the point is uh, that I was reading that before he does any podcast or stand up comedy show or whatever he's sort of taking these nootropics nootropics mm-hmm. are sort of cognitive enhancers some some of them are um have good scientific evidence to back them up right. some of them are still being researched etc etc but uh, you know I, i'd have to think that whatever he's doing is working because he's able to maintain a really high level of focus yeah definitely man well i read some of his supplement and some of it i i, I do take too you know like creatines and uh, fish oil uh, what proteins? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some some of it in there is just like mind-boggling because you can't really find that in Thailand. You know, it's like some of some of the supplement that he he took. You know, is is really really far out, and some of it is it's not really legalized here yet. Uh, you know, right. like even like TRT, it's like you gotta have like prescription to get that thing. Uh, TRT is like testosterone um re uh, oh shit i forgot <laughs> I forgot the, it's so long anyway it's like taking you know testosterone to like re- replenish you know yeah yeah sometimes um again. i've like don't have much experience taking this stuff but i did uh i was like so enamored of listening to uh, paul stamets on mm. on rogan podcast that i did get myself some uh lion's mane mushroom mm-hmm. mushroom mm. tab- uh, capsules yeah um, and that, and I sort of felt like a, some kind of improvement for those. It's a lot subtle. The the main thing that I noticed was that I was able to remember longer strings of numbers. Oh, so, so, so like I, you know, you you you're trying to write down someone's bank account number, 
uh, or a phone number mm. and because of the limits of like working memory it's like seven plus or minus two characters uh, often you end up writing th- number long, numbers longer than say eight down in two chunks or six or even like numbers longer than five or six in two chunks mm. I found that after taking these for a couple of months I seem to have like no trouble writing down longer strings of numbers just looking at them once mm. so it's subtle yeah. kind of things that you don't like s- suddenly uh yeah. Take, pop a few pills and feel like Tony Stark or anything. It's not, hap- it's not happening. But um, yeah. A- a- um, so uh, I'm like at the opposite. I feel like I'm the opposite of um, Joe Rogan. Often I feel like I'm at the mm. whim. I'm just like a leaf floating around on the in the in the breeze. I get rained on. I sometimes I'm like sluggish. I can't wake up. Mm. Just now on the way here, my brain was like. F- it was like I was on acid. I, I was, I was, hmm. I was envy. <laughs> there's so many thoughts rushing through my head that the only negative was that I knew that I po- couldn't possibly write them all down mm. to to bring them up with you, you know. But well, that's a that's a journey in itself. I think it's you know you you experience those kind of things because I don't know you 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 like you have focus today that you're gonna come here. And it's like we're gonna talk about this topic. I I do too, but um, you know, we didn't really. I didn't really note it down. So I just wanted to go because we were trying to do something with the human progressing and do the uh, mm-hmm. cognitive uh, process of it. Right. You know, and I think it's fun that way too. To 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 be spontaneous and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. I don't know. You're doing you're doing well so far. Don't well, worry. yeah, but uh, <laughs> you know, this is kind of. You could argue that to be spontaneous and to for it to work, like we could just sit like we're doing now. Neither of us have got any notes before us and just talk this out. If we're if we're both sort of like pinging, you know what I mean, mm. awake, fully in the moment, mm. it's going to go well. Yeah. But like I said, if I if I were to feel like I felt last week, mm. then I would just start, start to lose confidence, lose mm. focus. Uh, I mean, whether real or imagined, I don't know. It just I just didn't felt feel there mm, last mm, last week mm, because of you know like it sleep. happens man i mean you know it's like athlete going to games uh you know we we but the important thing is like we try to do our best every time mm. i mean not to say that we didn't write notes before i mean we discussed things before we we talked about it you know and we just want to be like you know mm. spontaneous yeah. you know we don't want to look at notes we just want to remember what we, we discuss about like behind the scene and all this stuff but why are we talking about all these things it's like i think for me it's like we want to get the understanding of like how we we set up things to you know progress mm. as human beings so i think you know taking supplement um uh brain challenging and you know exercising and uh, living life, I think it's 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 a part of of why we you know why we live. I think it's a part of like t- loving yourself, and when when you are able to do that, you you can achieve anything uh, in your you know your goal that you set for. You know. Mm. Well, um, I mean, let me ask you then: what what is something that you think has helped you to? Like progress, it, as a, mm. let's say, as a musician or as a man, uh, how mm. is there something in particular that's like jumps out to mind? Yeah, jumps mind, to mind. Mindfulness. Mindfulness. Mm. Mindfulness is is very it's big word, but I think it links to so many things, right? For me, anyway, it's not just about like breathing and 
meditation is about like how do you make everything in your life connected to something so simple mm. it's supposed to be simple mindfulness right. is like being at peace and being mindful you know and it's really zen like for me to trying to achieve that daily is it shouldn't be a struggle mm. but because we we when Each each time we uh, wake up for a new day or going to sleep, we struggle to sleep or we struggle to wake up. And I think if you you kind of like insert the the mindfulness into your uh, daily lives, it just helps you to guide you into getting the rest of the day and achieve the goal that you are set for. You know, it's easier said than done, I, I guess, but it's been helpful to just like. You know, exercise, uh, eating right. You know, listening to good music, uh, talking to good friends, and um, yeah, meditation. You know, mm-hmm. praying, whatever, whatever gets you going. <laughs> I think possibly um, uh, what f- is a fatal flaw for me is um, maybe the lack lack of discipline because mm-hmm. you can't really. Like get very far with anything, including mindfulness, without a little bit of discipline, right? Not a little bit. I think you you have to have discipline and, and consistency if you want to achieve anything in life. You know, mm. that's one of the problem. But the thing is, I, I I came to learn because now I'm 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 working with a lot of bands for this uh, uh, Northgate project, mm. and I can see like 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 the band that has done it before and the band that is just starting out. There's that depth of, you know, discipline that is so uh, such a big gap, and you know, I think it it applies to every other aspect in life. If you just gotta have discipline and consistency, and I I really I really put a lot of trust in that because uh, if you have a lot of discipline, and you have consistency. You can you it's just like walking at a slow pace. Mm. You know, and you just have that you know, determination, and just like keep going. But if you don't have discipline to walk, or you just like, oh, I'm gonna run, when you you can't run yet, then you just gotta walk, but in a slow place. Then then you just push yourself too hard, and then you just stop. But the guy that's behind you is walking in a slow place, and he saw you like, oh shit, no. Then he's you know goodbye. He's, he already walked past you. You know. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that motherfucker. He doesn't even help. <laughs> We're sitting here, <laughs> Mind, mindfulness. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah. To, to, uh, just like he's like yeah, uh, because that's interesting. Because you you're um, speaking for mindfulness here, but you're also someone that likes to let go of your emotion <laughs> and your like anger. But maybe do you, like. Not anger in a, you, you know what I mean. It's not like you're losing your shit <laughs> constantly. I'm just saying, but you do let it out. And but I, do you, do you think do. that you I still do. you still have I like do. a level of mindfulness that stops it going yeah. from to like beyond your yeah. control? Yeah. Uh, so it's it, like a controlled it, release. It, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It has to, man. Otherwise, yeah. my life will be in a you know uh, in a chaos if I don't know how to control my anger or my emotion. Some some part of emotion I would just let go, especially when I'm with myself. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I don't like to be with myself is anger. Mm. I I can't stand anger. Anger has to 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 be dealt at the spot. Mm. I feel it's best, but 
if you if it's gonna be aggressive, you know, like it's gonna, uh, you know, evolve physical fight, then no, that that's mean you are, you have lost control. But if you uh, if you control the anger, that means you know how to to uh, resolve it. Because if you don't resolve the the negative uh, aspect of 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 anger, which leads to hate, mm. it will eat you up. Yeah, right. And people, a lot of people don't understand this. That's like the film anger management. That's what that's yeah. about, isn't it? That's, 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 that's what that's about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, or Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, man. But I, I totally believe that because I've been, you know, if if you listen to some of the episode that you know that I talk about, I mean, I've been a a very troubling kid, you know. Mm. I've been a very uh, lose not kid. I mean, I can just become a Tasmanian, uh, Tasmanian what, devil. What's the police? Like, no, hang on a sec. Lose not. Lose cannon. Lose cannon. Lose something. <laughs> lose something. <laughs> lose my pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so important. If people that you know knew me since my childhood and see me now, you know, it's like they they know how how much I have changed in in a sense of like. Controlling, but I'm still very impulsive. I mean, a lot of bandmates would know that, but I, 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 yeah. I control that now. I remember when I just got back from America, I was so charged up, you know, the when I was exchange, and I, I don't, I wouldn't give a fuck about, you know, if somebody didn't rehearse, they didn't, you know, give me the best. I just like, I just launch mm. because I was so passionate and I was so obsessed, like. You know, I I feel like this needs to be a hundred percent. I want a hundred percent every time because I grew up with the uh, mentoring of like you practice. If you want to perform hundred percent, you practice one hundred fifty percent. That's the mentality I grew up with. You know, it's yeah. not the same now. Uh, uh, what for people? The way I see people. Yeah, I still practice. Uh, yeah, but I I don't go uh, launching or becoming too impulsive like before. I mean the world the world's changed, culture's changed. I you know Ali Akbar Khan talked about this because he, mm. he set up a music school in well he set them up around the world. But I know there was one in California. I forget whether it's San Francisco or somewhere. You know Ali Akbar Khan, the great Indian uh, yeah, sarod yeah. player. Um, he basically, I saw him in an interview saying that when he was, his father was his teacher, and he said oh, his shit. father basically, you know, uh, yeah, had the, yeah. had a stick, and his method, his father's methods were from a different time. He said, yeah. "I know that I can't hit my students; they'd hit me back, or, or <laughs> they'd be gone." You know, he said, "Yeah, it's a different, it's different he, era, it's different era, uh, right?" And definitely. Yeah, you know, you're quite like temperamental in terms of like emotional temperament. You're quite like my, my dad, and uh, I've seen my dad like sort of uh, change over the years. And I think it's like it's partly because of age and experience, but it's True. also because of the different era. You know, there was there True. was a time when um, mm. getting angry, you can just see it from the movies. Yeah. You know. Back in the '60s, yeah. James Bond thought it was all right to get angry and slap yeah. a woman. <laughs> it's changed now. <laughs> it's changed you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh. No, but I, I yeah, <laughs> I never thought that was a good thing. Anyway, I mean, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't stand like seeing a, a, a lady get, get, uh, you know, hit. I can't. I, I, I grew up in a, in, a, in a time where like, 
I I couldn't stand domestic uh, abuse or violence at all, or mm-hmm. or any violence against women, right. even though they might be wrong. I still like, I I I I can't imagine hitting a woman. You know, mm-hmm. you know, unless she's gonna kill me, then okay, I, I'll yeah. Even that, I'll stop her, but I won't do it. Like I just you know, it's self defense to just stop. But if a guy was attacking me, I'd probably mm-hmm. kill him in a, in a, in a, in an instinct without really thinking. Yeah. You know, like the the measure that I from what I I see in my 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 brain, the measure of handling things is totally different. You know, and sometimes like bad bad women just take advantage of that sometimes, and you you just gotta be careful when it when it comes to like self defense. You know, yeah, but not like impulsive and just like hitting somebody. That 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 doesn't make sense. Even uh, for a man or a woman, it's it's not it's not a good thing. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> That's a big topic. Uh, I've got lots of thoughts on it, but I don't want to kind of. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, you know me. I'm not uh, prone to violence, so <laughs> I don't like yeah. violence. Yeah. But but I still uh, I still have some friends, women friends, Thai women friends mm. that uh, lo- uh, love love to slap their man. But they're so cute the way they do it. I don't know what to it's, say. <laughs> It's not the same thing. I, I, no, no, it's I, not the same thing. I mean, so, you know, like a little, a little, you know, a little pinch, a little that. It's okay. It's it's loving, but it's not like, like are you talking like a full slap, like you know, bare knuckle but it fight. Does, but it does get complicated because okay, that's one thing to do uh, that to your man who's much bigger than you or something. But maybe you would like if you do the same thing. I see women do the same thing to their kids or make threatening like. Pretend slaps at their kids. That's mm. that's still violence, a threat of violence. So you know, around the world, yeah, I, I yeah, kind of yeah. and people do it with their dogs. I I kind of it's a slippery slope. Yeah, I don't do it at all. I can't. I don't even hit my dogs. Well, when I when I had them, mm. I do scold them. It's kind of stupid. <laughs> I don't know. What's I'm not. I'm not a dog whisperer. <laughs> you know, mm. but I never hit my kids. Uh, I mean, mean, mean like when, when, you know, when I teach, when you, you had know, kids, yeah, no, when, you when I when I taught at school, you got rid of them. <laughs> yeah, I got rid of them <laughs> one by one. But the way I, I teach his kids is mm. really like like a brotherly love kind of thing, and I do have tough love. I don't hit kids. Yeah. I don't like to hit them at all. I never hit any of them. I do ask them to fight me. You know, I give them a fair fair sh- you know chance. You know. If you don't like the way things are going, and you think like your statement is like like you know for some reason you think your statement is you know is just then you, you invite them outside. Yeah, I did, I did, I did, and I have many, I have many witness of my students. There was one time, well, more than one, but there was one time uh, a kid like from other room trying to jeopardize my, you know, like just trying to get on my nerves a little bit. I I opened the door, and I told him like, you know, like, man, am I I'm your am I your mate? You know, like, why are you playing? You see, I'm playing. You know, I'm not playing. Do you want? You know, you like what? You want to punch me? Let's do it right here. And you know, well, this is like okay. But how would you have resolved that issue if you'd been a, a woman? Yeah, true. 
I don't know. It was a guy. Beca- because, like, imagine um, there's like two. There's a f- bunch of different ways. You might think you might be hmm. like. Uh, I never you know, taught I, a girl actually. Oh, I did taught a girl. No, I mean, so but if you as yeah. a teacher were a woman, because then you might think, well, even if I, you know, have had my kickboxing training and know how to fight, I'm still asking. Let's say I might be asking a male student to come outside and fight me. Yeah, there's a whole <laughs> shit, man. I seen women like kicks guys' ass. I don't know. I know. Yeah, I know. me too. I mean, like. I mean, fuck. I I grew up with a system where a lot of teachers are, are women, and you you are taught to respect the teacher. It's not like the Western ways, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't really respect the teacher as much as the Asian would. Uh, I, d- it, I you know I don't know. It depends on. It totally depends on the teacher. I've been in classrooms in England where te- teachers are very kind of authoritarian and some have no authority mm, no control true, and some true. have like a relaxed control and yeah. some have a little bit of a violent control it depends oh. you know. yeah but the western no no way man like you cannot compare like the western uh, uh, way of like a uh, school system to to a thai school system no, no is, I, I don't know how to compare it actually it's, no. it's yeah. just like well i've been i've been in both yeah. and i know like the the viewpoint of how like mm. uh, the student pay attention to you know they don't respect the teachers in in America as you know as much as a Thai kid would brought up to you mm. know right and that's the f- the thing that I I feel like because it's nerve wracking when I was in the states you know you 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 brought up with the way of like uh, of like you got to respect the teachers mm-hmm. and and they always like feel like. Even I went to college. I I feel like I have to do that, and the 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 professor would feel like a little bit uh, no uh, uneasy. Mm-hmm. He, he he told me like stop 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 calling Mister or just like call <laughs> me you know call me by my name or something like that. You know he he wants he wants to get rid of that from uh from formula from formality formality yeah formality. Yeah. Shit, mm-hmm. cats got my tongue always. <laughs> yeah, man. And the thing changed here with the police. How? Because in America, like you don't want to get in trouble with the police at all, mm. and with the recent things, you know why. Yeah. So it's a, it's a thing. But here in Thailand, everybody's just joke with the policeman. When I saw it one time, I was with my my brother, uh, and he got pulled over, and I was just like stiff. And this was like I was in eighth grade, just got back from America. And I was like, oh, shit, the police just called. And he was like, ah, oh, just chill. I'll just give him a hundred baht. I was like, what? You can't bribe a fucking policeman, you know, or something like that. And he did, you know, and everything was just like, oh, just go. It's, yeah. I mean, he, he, yeah, here it's like uh, whether people find the police corrupt or not, they're still part of society, part of a culture that people can sort of relate with yeah. in, some, in some degree. But I suppose in this... Yeah, it, I, I don't know. Like, it just seems like uh, the police in America are uh, mm. uh, the servants of the alien overlords and, <laughs> and not really, uh, mm. yeah. you know. Yep, that's a rabbit hole right there that we're about to go into. <laughs> we better get back. <laughs> so, but it's part of that, you know, human progress things. Like, how, how do we individually progress and how do we progress as a collective, I think? That's pretty important too. Mm. Mm. Um, well, actually, first of all, fuck. Uh, yeah. How? 
Well, as a, like a, so as a side now, now it's running through my brain. I can't get the, the like the situation with the police in America out of my brain <laughs> because this is like, you know, this is the failure of progress in society. From it is, you know, it is, uh, man. it is. Uh, really? Well, okay, we can talk about this. It's the, it's the bad example of how like human progress in, into uh, a negative way for sure. How power craze has, you know, has. Uh, Really deprive the uh, the humanity to its what it is now. I mean, how like how would the how the fuck do the police in America recruit decent people under these circumstances? How do they cru- recruit anybody but white supremacists under these circumstances? <laughs> oh, that's true. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. We I look at that, and we look at at here too. It's about. You know, in Thailand we have that problem too. You know, like with the the people. I mean, I'm not saying every, every you know every cop, every lawyers, every politicians are bad or anything like that. It's just like the majority of like negativities and the majority of like uh, selfishness is you know unprecedented. Mm-hmm. It's it's even more and more now today, and it's kind of like nerve wracking in a way too. You know. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the time to be, you know, everything has a, re, uh, a chance to reform and reset. And it's the new generation that understanding now that, like, if we're going to be a better generation in, in the 10 or 20 years to come, the, the present has to, to change, right? The, only, the way that the future will, will grow is like the, um, the present. Um, yeah. It's better. There's, there's a problem, though. The problem, like, it comes back to not the fact-checking issue, but something like slightly, slightly related to it, because uh, I, people just can't agree on ba- on even basic sort of standout things. Uh, well, the, what is this, the basic of a standout thing? Hmm. You know how like the some internet craze w- uh, went around when there was like this <laughs> ridiculous piece of cloth or dress or whatever it was, and half the people <laughs> in the world said it was like yellow, oh and half said it was God, blue. Oh God, I remember that. That's such stupid shit. It's really stupid. I don't understand it till now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. Yeah, and I don't know. And I was just being I. I was just, you know, minding my own business, and this shit just popped up into my new feed for no fucking reason. It po- it popped it up. I popped up again, like not like for me somehow or other, just like a few weeks ago. And I was looking, I was thinking, well, oh fuck, I can't even. I, and I, it was one of those things that I'd avoided even learning about before. And I thought, <laughs> what the fuck? Why should I waste my time? But and anyway, I guess I was just meaning, you know, I hear a lot of uh, commentators saying. Uh, the problem with um, the problem with Trump supporters is that um, they they overlook his faults. It doesn't matter what he does. He like he, as he said, he could shoot someone and like uh, in the middle of Broadway or something in daylight mm. and get away get away with it. But uh, I find it worse because I've because I've come across people who genuinely genuinely believe that he's almost a saint. Sure, that he's like better than anybody, the best yeah. president that the U.S. has ever had. 
Okay, let's and, let's, uh, let's not go there yet. I mean, we, <laughs> no people are telling I know, me this though. I, I know, this. I know, weird. I know. It's is is uh, yeah. It, I find it slightly weird. Anyway, yeah. No, this is why I want to talk. Like, this is why I decided to talk about. I wanted to talk about this idea of human progress. How right. we? How do we make make progress? I mean. There's like so many problems. There's like, for example, even in even in the fucking scientific community, there's this like huge problem of uh, the replic replicability of studies. So mm. someone, have Same you heard about this? Music. Yeah, I heard like about they it. went through this whole thing where they tried to reproduce all these studies that have been yeah. pr printed in, uh, published in respected journals, and most of them yeah. failed the yeah. test of being able to be reproduced. Right. Um, but this was in a particular yeah, field. It might have been in uh, might have been in psychology. It might not have. Uh, um, so really, in psychology? Well, I forget. I, I forget so. what field it was in. Was it something broader field or even? Uh, I think it's uh, definitely in physics. You, you think it was in even in physics? I think so. I, 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 I thought it was in something more statistic. Maybe, maybe. I, I I'm just shooting out my ass right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I had somehow idea it was more in sort of like social sciences or uh, psychology, but maybe I'm wrong. Mm. No, no, no. But that the thing that you just said, it it did happen. So, I mean, it's still happening here too. I mean, it's, you know, trying to replicate. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. So that's why I wanted to like bring focus on one-to-one -one conversation mm. podcast, any kind of thing where we're interacting in uh, in something that we're sort of more evolved to do well. Because I I don't doesn't seem to me that were um, for all the apparent visible technological progress that uh, our technology and um, science sort of gives us it doesn't seem to be giving us much in the way of uh, human progress uh, wisdom f philosophical wisdom societal progress um, or or am I wrong I don't know like things things spread really quickly like for example you can have um you can have like one week and i've seen this you, so you have one week where uh half the world will some meme gets spread around the world right. and then almost everybody in the world stops saying something that they would have been happy to say last week mm. because ah that something spread really fast it's not okay to say this mm. so on the face of it um on the face of it, it looks like really, really fast human progress because something that someone has said is, ah, that's prejudicial, that's prejudice to some gender or some people or some group. And, all, and, then, and then in one week, that's almost, almost gone from the world except from a small group of people who just enjoy being prejudiced or trolls <laughs> or whoever, you know. Right. And yet their progress is really is really kind of empty and vacuous to me that kind of it's not it yeah, but it's it, not is it getting as any it's not getting as anywhere yeah because it's it's not important that's why it doesn't make any progress it's just like a, a flare that just happened to you know popped up but well no but having the, said that the flare can start a fire as well right but maybe that thing didn't really cause any fire you know um, yeah, but it seems like the kind of progress that used to people used to have to sort of fight for their rights for a mm, decade mm. to sort of get people to stop a certain kind of prejudice, and now it apparently, appa apparently, 
uh, disappears within a few weeks. Oh, you, it, oh it, okay. Do, I, does that mean that kind of makes sense? Uh, I, I know what you mean. I'm, I'm just saying, like, like trolling. Oh, trolling. You know, okay. Yeah, you know, like um, what I'm what I'm I'm getting is like something that become viral, right? Mm. What, what you're trying to say the things that become viral mm. easily, yeah. and something that become more sustainable as a movement. Right. A viral is something that, for me anyway, from what I understand, something that you know becomes very uh, fast and it's it it reaches to a lot of people, but it doesn't start a movement. Mm. A movement is something that, like right now, is going like for you know justice for George, or something like that. Oh, there was right. a black man got killed. By uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I know, so I know. that's 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 becoming a movement already right. because there's protests. There's a lot of things going on. Yeah, it's more than a viral. Right, a, a viral can just be like a fucking kitten, you know, licking balls or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <it's> like <laughs> mm, uh, yeah, I got you. You know, but that's the thing. I think the thing that makes human progress, that show a a, a really big progress, is movement. Mm-hmm. You know, and and these things are double edged sword. Because it can be be used for a pol- political gain, or you know, it can be used for a better, you know, uh, a better life, a better, uh, fair chance for for people. You know, equality fightings and all these things. There's a there's a good and bad side that goes along with movement. Because, but it's important. Is that's how that's how you know we go forward in in and you know as we age into our our generation. Mm-hmm. It's about like what is, what what movement I, do you want to be part in? I don't think a lot of humans, a lot of us, think much about it. What movement do you want to be part in? You know, what is your movement? You know, um, hmm. Or do you disagree with like how movement doesn't, you know, it doesn't affect like uh, the way we progress? No, uh, no. I just like find that it's. Um, I just find it's sort of sad that it requires mm. such movement, such like human energy, like such suffering to change something which is obviously, obviously wrong. And it, uh, it, it's just it's, but it does. I mean, you know, like polit- like experienced political activists will tell you this is the only this is the only way. You know mass movements challenging sort of like power structures that have existed it's like it, but this is why i'm like worried that it's so um we, we we have limited resources and there's like too much to challenge and then i i know where you're getting at man but i think i i feel like we don't need to be like really pressuring yourself that much what what i'm trying to say is like i want to start like uh, a fucking match in in every every thoughts of whoever get to listen to this is just like you know we started out this topic about the importance of why you t- take care of yourself yeah and to progress and that's 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 the first step really before you get into a movement right it's got you got to take care of yourself first before you go and and be part of a movement but to not be part of anything that is moving it's just like being you are you are you are just there you are just you know i, I got you. no no I, like i totally understand i suppose what i was getting at was um the in terms of like human res- the resources that we have uh for example some someone did this experiment i did, they think they did it 
they did it at Yale or Stanford University. They got some seminary students, mm. so uh, r- right. r- religious students, right. uh, but uh, n- not um, not just uh, students of religion. They're practicing religious people mm. to uh, involved in this experiment where they had to and they they had to go and give. A, you might have heard of this experiment. They had to go and give um, a sermon. Mm. In an auditorium on the other side of the campus, mm. about the good, the story of the parable of the Good Samaritan. Right. But on the way, the researchers, sneaky researchers, set up someone to pretend to an actor to be injured and in and in great distress ah. on the ground. Right. And th- there was a sort of like a bottleneck. They the people to get having to go to give this sermon on the the, the, the parable <laughs> of the Good Samaritan had to literally right. step over the guy. Oh, who was God. who was badly injured on the ground oh. to get there? So what did they do? They set up like different conditions. One, they gave the people plenty of time. Oh, the um, the lecture, the sermon is not until much later today. You've got okay. all the time in the world. Sixty percent right. uh, of those people, although only sixty percent of people, so sixty percent of those people who had all the time in the world, on the way to give a, a, a sermon about this yeah. parable of the Good Samaritan, right. helped the guy. Forty percent right. didn't, and these are seminary students. Okay. If they said, if they said. Trouble is, uh, the meeting's already started. Sorry, we we were late. We you know we were late getting here, yeah. and now you're late. Yeah. Do you know how many people stopped? Yeah. Because like one and a half percent. So oh no no sorry ten percent. So mm. that that means if people are like late for something under right. pressure, ninety percent of seminary students on their way to give a sermon, <laughs> yeah. just a fucking speech yeah. about the parable of the Good Samaritan, <laughs> step over a guy who's in real trouble. Isn't it to sad? get there? Yeah, so, n- so now look at w- the situation we're in with this like COVID lockdown, mm, yeah, right? Yeah, right? Lots of us, including me. So this is including me. We're trying to use less plastic in the world, right? And you know, I noticed this as soon as we got into lockdown that the fucking grab drivers are going anyway. And, and there was one guy that was quarantined by the Thai government mm. had to stay in quarantine. Thai guy yeah, who came back and he was a journalist and he sort of posted his collection of plastic boxes. <laughs> yeah, right. I, like. Um, so everybody just forgot about their the whole like reduced plastic because the pressure of uh, this pressure of something else comes greater, right? right. So this is uh, we have just such limited capacity, and when we're dealing with like multiple emergencies, mm. we sometimes ignore the bigger one. Now, like in the case True. of this like Good Samaritan parable star study, True. they're really they're really ignoring the the wrong thing. They right. should ignore the sermon. Right. The sermon's far less important right. than the actual act of being a good Samaritan. Right. But they got it wrong. Right. Seminary students. Yeah. So this is the situation I see humanity in. Yeah. And this is why I'm really fucking questioning the potential for human progress. Yeah. In my mind, you know. Well, you, it's okay to question. And, and a lot of things probably would make us question about about that for sure. It's just that we can't we can't lose faith in 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 humanity because if if anything covid has shown us like the 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 people that who fought to keep the you know the humanity and the, the humility and the kindness alive of course mm. it's 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 nerve-wracking that is you know uh, it's not as a lot as it should be but I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what we can do. No, 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 no. I got you, and I'm with you because you can hear like there are clear examples of people out there who have lost their faith in humanity. Uh, it, uh, they haven't necessarily lost their faith in all of the world or the purpose of life. So, like people who pop to mind are people like Ricky Gervais, who's like clearly depressed by humanity's uh, mm. 
caprices and uh, you I know, feel and, sorry and, for him and, and and decide that he'll just put all his love into animals and things yeah. instead. Yeah, which you know he and he had. I'm like, so it's not like I have lost my faith in uh, the intrinsic like good points or in aspects of humanity. I'm just specifically asking about our potential to make the problem of us trying to move forward. Yeah, I, I get we, you. We, you know, we, re- you. we really might wipe ourselves out f- for all sorts of like technological reasons, nuclear war, climate change or whatever. Yeah. We, meet, re- we really might because even though I believe in the, pow- like the potential of goodness in all of us, yeah. it's just difficult to express it given the 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 um like the i don't know like evil demonic black holes that suck our suckers mm. up like you know fucking yeah. trumpism or yeah. i don't know fucking yeah, you know but i think that's you know for me i think that's where mindfulness come in ah good point <laughs> you know it's like you can't let all these things affect you mm. as an individual of like because there's so many things in life that will want to drag you down mm-hmm. right it's about these things that you gotta be mindful of like this is probably like a Buddhist teaching in a way too and that's from from what I learned I'm a Christian but I, I learned these things from from people from one on one conversation like this mm. and one of the the thing that that kind of stay with me is like uh, he said like you you know one way one way of practicing is like you gotta know the emotion but you don't feel it it's not that it's not it's not it's not that you don't feel it it's like you know the emotion you feel it but it doesn't affect you mm. because you know it that's right. Like so, the, yeah. In CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, a lot of it is uh, based around putting a word to an emotion. So, like right. kids often have trouble with emotions because they can't name them. So they don't know what it is. It's right. just like some difficult experience. Right. right. Once you can name it, you reduce it. Right. You like yeah. You literally right. reduce it to something manageable. Right. 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 And now we 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 grown up and we know what each feeling is, and it's basic, right? Happy, mm. sad, yeah. anger, yeah. you know, and. It's just that frustrated, F- frustrated. <laughs> but then you, if you, if you just know it, right? For me, the way is I know it. But usually, you don't have a problem with happiness. The problem is you, are, you are mad, you are frustrated, you all these negative things. That's what mostly affects you, mm-hmm. right? And uh, the 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 point of it is that if you know this feeling, you know how to put it aside, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like. I'm mad at you. I'm so mad at you. But now I know that I'm mad at you. You have the choice now. Do I punch him? Or do I let it go? Or do I keep it inside? You see, mm-hmm. these things, these things is something that you, you have to go through in life. That, And a lot of things that's built up inside you, it's, it's something that, you you have to really really take care of it, you know. It it it, it can become cancerous to to have all these negative things inside you. But but if you if you practice mindfulness, you know like how to set aside the negativity. We all cannot escape negativity. Right. There's no such thing. 
the only way that you will not feel these things again is when you're dead, you know. And I'm not saying like be suicidal and just like go and end your life right now because everything seems like there's no hope or everything, you know. But but man, there's so much to live for. That's what I learned, you know. Even though I I I've been depressed or something like that, there's always this, you know, something to look forward to. Really, I mean, people just. Just gotta find some certain of a joy of what like they know now. Like I'm depressed, and you gotta also know that you have a capacity of what joy is. Uh, right, it's so important, man. It's um, I I think part of the problem is that you um, it's you remember, but the remembrance doesn't capture the full experience of it. You know, so I remember like a. A while back, I told you about I. You might have seen it as well. Like um, I think Rick, Rick Rubin was in interviewing or talking with Kendrick Lamar. One and uh, one of the things yeah. that Kendrick Lamar said that like most impressed me was he was asked um, when you're like performing a song that uh, like uh, maybe that you wrote a while back. Mm. How do you and you know you when you perform you perform with such intensity. Mm. Like uh, how do you like recapture yeah. that? And he and he said, and this really surprises me because I think a lot of people can't do this, mm. and I don't. I really don't know how. He just says, "I have a way of recreating yeah. the feeling, the space, the mental space I was in when I wrote that song, yeah. and going back into it." Yeah. Now that's that's an incredible power because imagine if you could, when you I imagine have... if you could, when you were down, not just remember that you were once happy and that you will be happy again, but actually. Actually, kind of revisit it. You know, if you yeah. ma- if you had a mental tool yeah. to actually revisit that, well, uh, some would argue uh, that there is a mental tool, so you know, for that. But I, th- that's a that's a different level of. I, probably, I don't know because for me, what you had just said, I do it all the time. I do it all the time with with my songs. You so you get back into the yeah. the mental space that you were yeah. in when you wrote the song, right? Whether happy or sad, right? You know, right. right? You get back into right. it, right? Right. That's how I do it too. It's important, mm-hmm. and that's why as it's it's a tricky slope, man. It's a tricky slope because some of the song I wrote or some of the song that uh, uh, you know Kendrick wrote is very emotional. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, it's very agony and and progr- uh, aggressive. It's just sometimes it's really hard to to for for people who doesn't write music or to get a grasp on why you know a lot of artists become suicidal or become depressed easily because there's that cognitive thing that they just for me anyway i always remember that song that i wrote that that hurts me you know and why i need to do it the thing the trick is I I never wrote a song to attack anybody. Now hip hop is different. There's a lot of dissing tracks now. This thing, yeah. But for for Kendrick, it's kind of different. He's not that type of a uh, hip hop artist that that with yeah. this other artists or all those those things. But his thing is more like social, uh, you know, movement and all those things that is already there, and he's living it throughout his life. Mm-hmm. There's no problem from him to to get back, and he's still living it. He see it, you know. In today's, like, you open the news, you see it. But in a more uh, introspective kind of music, mm. it's 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 a trip. 
it's a trip for me every time. Some song I I don't play anymore because it's just hurt too bad. Some of your songs, yeah, yeah. You know, like for for Clapton, there's this one particular song is like uh, Tears in Heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he 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 can't like he has to retire the the song because most of most artists have to do that. It's like they always remember why they wrote this song. Mm. You know, right? And even th- though, well, some uh, some artists don't. So, so, like there are other artists that won't play. Like for example, like for example, Van Morrison said, there's a lot of songs that for a long time he didn't play because he didn't recognize the person who wrote them anymore. Right. So you you can have like that experience as well. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, it's kind of like similar in in a way. This is just more more personal in the in in a sense. Well, like y- for for Van Morrison, he I mean he knows the the. Well, uh, supposing like you, f- you might have changed to the point where you literally can't. Uh, let me see. Suppose supposing you felt some way about something, political or whatever, whatever it is, and you no longer feel that way mm. at all, and you don't even recognize the, uh, like su- supposing you expressed anger or hatred or something that you just don't feel anymore. Mm. Could do you really visit revisit that or uh, maybe. What, what, why would you like? Can you revisit something that you literally oppose quite strongly? True, uh, I I never wrote any song like that, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly, my song is always, you know, it's always like something that I always want to go back to, and but but it is it is a trip, like especially like, I mean, like some most of the song that I wrote was for me to get through depressions and. It's supposed to be able to be like you know revisit again, mm-hmm. but there's one song or some song that is just like it's it's not just about me, right? It's about like the pain of other people, and it was re- reflecting the pain. Right. So in able to reflect the pain, you have to feel it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about easing. You know what? That that song was not about easing my pain. It was like, about like. For people to be able to see, like I'm empathy to your pain. This song is an empathy of like I know what you're feeling. You know, you can feel better now because somebody is, you know, empathizing with you and feeling the same, uh, you know, hardship and and sadness. It's okay. I'll be Batman in the sense of like I'll I'll take this from you. You know, but playing that song is always like. Showing like how how sad it is, like a relationship, you know, can break down, you know, and it's not those song is just a reminding of like you're not alone, and that's the power of, power of music. You know? mm. Empathy is a power of humanity that that that's so much needed throughout your life. Yeah, yeah, but it's not something to. You know, to drag you down. That's not the purpose. Let the artist do that. You know, you you're not you you're here to like give compassion, kindness, and empathy, and and help us progress into a you know better living society. And artists have more responsibility to be the voice of whatever it is. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I suppose like um, another thing that's I can relate to this. Might, might take me a little bit of a roundabout route to do it. Is that, you know, when I was talking about the focus that um, the the setting of one on one conversation, right. whether in a podcast or not, brings is um, you sort of 
Okay, so you're leaving aside lots of other things. Like now, right now, we're in a studio. Mm. It's a quiet. It's a quiet sort of still environment. Yeah. Um, and we, we, you know, we're just here. And today, we don't even have notes in front of us. So there's like the possibility for focus. But it's, but there's also like other stuff that um, is connected with it. Like we said, like for example the energy that we brought into it whether we had coffee or not or mm. enough sleep right. and then you can extend that out because um, if I th- like I think if we were s- uh, sat right now on top of the Himalayas <laughs> look, it, on a beautiful day yeah. that would do something to our consciousness This that would take this conversation if there were birds singing if there were you know the the with the awe of nature would would have its in, in yeah. effect on us we would interrelate with it and now people y- you know now we're interrelating with I, I this is why like i it's not that i'm questioning the actual the the, the potential for human progress is and i i'm definitely saying that one on one conversation is a it seems to be like so important mm-hmm. but I, I just don't know, man, about all of the social media and the sort of uh, mm. the, the digital co- conversation and interaction, whether it's it's just not balanced. It's not harmonized with us as as um, the elements of nature that that we I, like. We're, I get you. Really, we yeah. we harmonize yeah. with um, having had enough sleep, with coffee for conversation, with right. nature, right. with stillness certain spaces have an effect on us right we fucking have no clue really what kind of psychological impact we're just not harmonized with the psychological impact of our technology and Mm. you know uh, like i like i tried to give that example of one meme going around the world and it being apparently beneficial but you know apparently being amazing in the sense that it can sort of Mm. make people aware of a formerly uh, unconscious prejudice right and yet yeah you know it's what what's really happened uh, I, I just wonder but humans struggle with balance throughout mm. their lives anyways mm. I think I mean people that's why that you practice fates and you're trying to have a balance in your life and sometimes they think like that is a balance and they become uh, extremists you know it's just like you gotta people lose their core of why they're born man because of the way like the society that they are part of you know mold them into what they are and there's a lot of people that that's why there's so many less percentage in the world that are you know having a career that is like beneficial to them you know there's elites and all these things that are their happenings and some people got there because of their own like you know their own work ethic and all those things or stepping over many people you know becoming a fucking tv uh and <laughs> evangelical definitely uh-huh. those fucking 40 percent definitely gonna have their own tv show you know and asking for money <laughs> to be donated don't pay taxes and all that shit you know <laughs> like and you know talk about like good samaritan and all that shit and mm. yeah right yeah but the thing is like <clears throat> we just you know people like must have heard like you guys at home probably heard all these things like about making you know your society a better place and all those things it really is like might become cliche but it's so important of like what do you value yourself before you like you know 
put into uh, into a movement or something like that? Do you love yourself enough more, but not selfish? You know, in 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 contributing to your society that you you are part of, or are you brave enough to really think like that society that you are in are actually poisonous to you? Some people don't think that, man. They because they think they don't have a choice. They think they they don't have like enough choice to make, not enough money, not not enough power. To 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 really get through like the crooks and crooks and can, uh, you know crannies of the uh, of your life of like, do I really need these people in your life? Do I really need this like this this things going on? Right. This this yeah activities here. Does it enrich you know you know your life? You got you got to think about these things too. I think man. a lot of people are asking that stuff now. Now that a lot of activities right? have been taken away. Right. People are asking, "I'm, you know, do do I want all of uh, what I was formerly doing to right. come back as it was, or right. do I want to do something different?" Yeah, man, that's that's so important. You gotta. I value like society. You know, I value so. You know, even though I'm in introverts, I'm. I want to be part of a movement that helps. You know. You know, I'm, I'm I'm building a movement. You don't have to be part of a movement that is already is. You can build your own movement too. You know, it's just like if you have the power, you have like the the money or anything that can do to make the society a better place. You should do it. You know, don't don't think too much about it. As long as you know it's on a good cause, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. So, do you think like you can um, build? Like it's part of what you're hoping to do, build a movement that uh, should anything like COVID ever happen again, that musicians will be much better able to go on and make have a living, or is that just a? That's just yeah, that's, that's part, just, just part, part of, of it, it for sure, man. I mean, if the things that I had planned had already happened, and COVID had happened, man, musician in Chiang Mai wouldn't have wouldn't have any problem. We uh, would have took we would have taken care of like you know like helping out with the. With the rent, with the the money, and all those kind of thing, it's just like you know, it's not. It won't be a lot, but we're helping. It's not going to be like you know, we 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 will have like uh, social. They call it like so. so what is <laughs> social social security and all this stuff in in a sense like a union, yeah. right? The union would take care of you, and if there's this yeah. thing going it's, on. Um, I was listening to two gamers in another podcast the other day, like two very influential. Uh, People in the history of developing game software, yeah. I learned a ton of stuff that I had no idea about. One of which is that um, originally there were many more uh, female computer coders than right. men, right. and it was only when money started to get involved that right. men stole it all. Right. Men st- and then I, I also found this interesting comparison between coders now and the amount of money and the work that stress that they put under and musicians, because mm. um, basically people will always want to be playing music and that's and that's why the music the money is sucked out of away mm. from musicians because they'll do it anyway yeah and apparently the same thing is going on in the game industry that there there's you could make so much more money coding bank software or accounting software mm-hmm. than gaming software because a lot of people will code the gaming software for almost nothing because they love it mm. True, because they, they they want to do that. True, true. So, 
but still, the gaming industry hasn't lost any money yet. No, the gaming industry is a huge. We already talked about this. Yeah. It's like ten times bigger than the music industry. It right. might even be more than that. Yeah. It's like huge compared yeah. to the whole entertainment. It's yeah. bigger than Hollywood by it's miles. Number one. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's number it's, one. So, but nevertheless, the a lot of the code is apparently. Don't have very good terms because <laughs> they're like just they're that's the, they're choosing to go into this rather than sort of like uh, doing mm-hmm. other other yeah. coding which yeah. is yeah. less fun. Let's just yeah. say less interesting yeah. to them personally. Yeah. I, I I know what you you're getting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, how do you le- how do you um, Is yeah? How do you approach something like music when uh, the odds are stacked against the the sort of the demand is? I don't know what like people's desire to do it is just not balanced by you know because basically in this money in this money world scarcity mm. is sort of this tool mm. used to increase the value of something right. and you you can't maintain the scarcity of something that people just want to do mm. more and more yeah. hmm. um i think at the end of the day i mean i, th- I think this goes for everything is like Because now every you have tool for everything. If you want to be a programmer, there's a tool. There's an app that you can you know practice yourself. Even sound engineer, you can practice EQing and making music. You can do that, and even like artworks and stuff, you can do that too. You know, there's just so many easy things to to make it hmm. make it uh you know to to create something. But but you know to make it like last like a lifetime, you know, or timeless. There's no comparison, man. I mean, you can't compare like, like the way I play guitar with you know, a guy that just like pick up guitar and he just make a you know make a loops and mm-hmm. you know the it's no way if he hasn't studied uh like theory or like this kind of thing we won't be talking the same page. Because he was sitting in front of me on one on one conversation, we won't be talking. He won't even know what a playful cadence is, right? It can't. <laughs> it can't be compared. It can't be. Mm. So, but it doesn't mean that he can't create music. Yeah, he can, and it might be a good one too. Mm. But you can't compare the depth, you know, of just seeing like a same size of like potholes, right? You don't know how deep that pothole is, mm. even though it's like, like literally next to one another, unless you step on it, right? Or you you see like two noodle stands selling the same things, and you go eat there and you feel like, you know, this one is definitely better, but then for some other people, the other one will probably be better too. You know, it's it's it depends, right? But the the motivation for that guy who's just picked up a guitar and starting to learn about making loops to mm. learn and try and be, to learn everything about music and guitar that you know, the motivation can't be just money, can it? Because the money's far from guaranteed. And uh, yeah, true. But if you work hard enough, you the money will come, man. I mean, I truly believe like. 
if the money hasn't come yet, you hasn't you haven't found a way. Mm. Of course, luck has to do with it, but to make a living, to make a living, there's a way. If there's a will, there's a way. There's a will, there's a way. I totally believe believe that, man. I mean, some might say that you know the the life investment. Uh, you know, I start out better than some, but man, the world showed like that one of the most famous people in the world start from nothing. You know, like didn't have like a a, a good family background. Yeah, you. Know, I like I totally agree with you. Kind of just thinking though more about. Hmm, I I agree with you in the sense that. Uh, Someone like you're right. That's the approach that you can take. But in um, let's just say in I'm across all musicians, not all will will push it as far and be uh, like be successful in that way. Uh, but they still might be quite skilled musicians. And they could. So, uh, they could. You know, uh, not just like skill, but able to play. You know, able to. Contribute to to music and contribute to music with mm. like people who do make it, you know, and yeah. uh, but maybe they. Uh, I think we came to this question too many times in a podcast. I can I just, it's yeah, important. It's, it's important, but. Mm, um, yeah, I wonder if, uh, like, if it can really be the key motivation for a musician to that they. Mm. What? Make a, you know, make a lot of money. That's not well. That's that's not the point for me. But yeah. it is a point. It can be a point. It can be a goal. Why not? Why why not be able to make a lot of money? You mm. know, it's 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 a fair game, man. I mean, you want to make a lot of money? Well, do it. But that's your goal. And if you're not, then you're not, you know, succeeding your goal. Mm. And that's not my problem. The mm. problem here is. Do you want it bad enough? And that's like from the get go of this podcast is like, do you want bad enough? Because I don't see a lot of people wanting bad enough. It's not. It's like a lot of things that we I had just spoken about. It's a lot of excuses, you know, that that people would just like build this up, and you know, just drag them down. But when you say that, do you want it bad enough? Does that mean that you have to like, uh, like? Com- out compete others or how, what sure. does it mean what, whatever it takes yeah but then like then you make music like competitive like sport and is it meant to be like that uh, that's up to you that's what you are uh, that's depend on what goal you you want if you want to be some people like Michael Jordan he's just love being competitive mm. I don't I'm not I don't see myself like that in a way of like I'm, I'm competitive but with myself mm. You know, but some people just like find a way of like, oh, I see this guy better, and just make him more motivated. You know, but he doesn't go around and you know make it. You know, it depends. As long as you're not an asshole in a, in a certain level that is, <laughs> you know, you're intolerable, <laughs> intolerable or whatever. That, that yeah, yeah. I actually don't think I know much about this topic, so I don't. I don't think I have much to add. Uh, I, I think you do. Uh, no, you do. I mean, the question that you ask is, is good, man, because how much does it take? You know, it's like, I, I don't think people really think, thought about that enough, man. It's like, 
you got you got to be obsessive you got to be obsessive with with this kind of things man to 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 get over and just like moaning about why had my opportunity came you know um yeah but you could approach the like topic of um music and progress in music from other angles instead instead of making it all about like economic competition you could say well for one thing we could like reform music education completely and that would make a huge difference to true like kids experience with music and then how they would like get a start out in life with music right true that would be because it's, it's not like just that too i mean i mean if you reform like the music education from like elementary to you know to high school man you you see so many changes i i, I you know i don't think music can be taught like uh, other subjects or or maybe i'm wrong but i i think music requires yeah. like for me it required yeah. inspiration so i i think right. every kid young kid right. should have a chance to hear someone if not their teacher that someone that can be like brought to them yeah who can like inspire them with the music that they yeah. you know right. inspire them in the moment right that's what that's that's necessary component of uh right. getting a start in music yes when i when i thought i i do that i mean i'm not saying i'm I, sure you do yeah yeah right yeah but you, i don't you can you're capable of it yeah but i don't i don't show myself right i don't show like how good i can do things like i i do i don't know if that affects them but i i know like the seriousness and like how open i am to to hearing them and like pushing them why asking like a lot of things like make them think of themselves let them know that the ins- the inspiration comes from themselves even mm. though they might say like i like this guy but it's you who like inspire yourself to be motivated in in learning now teaching high schools and you know uh, middle school music is not the most important thing in their life it's something that they enjoy but it's not the most important things but music taught in school are important to let them open up like you know it's like opening your 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 chakra right mm-hmm. opening like to be able to understand and 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 absorb you know absorb other things in life and that's what that's why music is so important in that education you know I can't stress myself enough about it like why why music is still going on even though the value has been degraded so much you know because it's so easy to get into um yeah for me for me like it's almost uh it's almost something like you have to um provide kids with a way to, to like opportunity to to try things but like not it's not I don't think it should be like a taught in the same way that like maths or English mm. are a yeah, language. Right. Like some skills that basically, you know, you kind of need to get by in the society and have to every you have to kind of ensure that everybody gets to a basic level. Right. I don't think music should be like that. You know, right, right. You, this, there shouldn't be any basic level that anybody has to get to. Right. You should just kind of just like offer sort of some hints, some yeah. like put a line of you know it's almost like yeah. a, a line of sweets on the floor hope, yeah. and hopefully the kid kind of yeah. follow the trail <laughs> I, I hated the, the degrading school the grading of like pianos you know or guitars like classic guitar mm-hmm. that you have to like oh like I, 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 I hate it so much man I hate it now because when I was young I got back and like so what grade of piano are you uh, you know have you taken on this thing I was like fuck you man I mean <laughs> yeah. fuck you like no way that's that's not i'm not gonna live by that code that's why i hate like studying piano to like 
take a test for grades, you know. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go grade Beethoven or like a Bach or you know all these people? You know, that's, I mean, it's not important. Of course, like the technique and all the teaching that you you do at each grade helps you. But man, why do I need to like learn learn all these things to be judged by like three judges and you know say I pass and not? You yeah, know. But, well, because you can but in that kind of system, you probably can uh, progress like technically and go spend years in that kind of system and. What you're doing musically, that where you're learning, might never connect with your own musical inspiration. You're, you're yeah, like what you love right. about music, or the kind of music that you love. It might yeah. be like, okay, here's the kind of music I love, and here's all this stuff I'm doing, yeah. learning, whatever, and it's to get grades, etc. Yeah, yeah. And the two don't connect. Yeah, or maybe it does. Or, it might, maybe you know, exactly. For some people, they for, really yeah, might. For, some, yeah, that's why they're still doing <laughs> it. I mean, for me, I don't see the the point of doing it. It's not the same route that I want to go. So. Mm-hmm. Good for you. <laughs> well, it's easy for me to talk about that one because I never, I never passed grade one. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Don't let me. Don't get me started. <laughs> Shit. So yeah, man. Human progressing. This has been a really interesting. I don't know for me like to to talk about. Oh, I forgot. You know, like how, like talking about obsessive and all these things, and trying to uh, get yourself to be better and all these things. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought, like, actually, if you search something and you want it to go your way, you can. If you want search for something, yeah, search, search on Google uh-huh. or in our internet, like uh, you like, want it to go your way, like you know, like okay, like the benefits of masturbation, <laughs> or like the, or like, or yeah. like, like, or the you know the downside of masturbation. Yeah, or, no, that's right. That's, that's yeah. That's how it works. Or like, like why Trump is a saint, or like you know, yeah. why Trump is the best, you know. <laughs> president for America the, the, right now. the most handsomest bestest ever I don't know. Uh, like you can leader. search all these things man yeah like, right I, I was I was dumbfound like how, <laughs> how easy like like oh you can search like white like why white rice is better than brown rice mm-hmm. I'm not saying like brown rice is better for you right it's I'm not ah, saying okay no I'm no here, like here this, this touches on like a topic I think we c- maybe covered once which is basically what is a search for truth I would argue that any kind of search along these lines whether a Google search or whatever yeah. is not a search for truth if you're right. asking the question right. uh, reasons why masturbation is good or whatever <laughs> you're not looking for the truth at all you haven't even begun to look for the truth <laughs> you're so far from it <laughs> Probably, I don't know. I don't know. Like I was sitting there, there was like this, this, uh, like a <laughs> a newsfeed, like journal thing, just came up, like from uh, you know, like a big journal uh, <laughs> company, and it's just like why masturbation is good for your pros- you know, prostate and all those stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's like scientific fact to prove it. <laughs> I, I know you've been through it. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you, ne- you, 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 you shouldn't make like you know, like you can't have like too much of a good thing. You shouldn't. I mean, like I, like I said, you gotta have balance. And you gotta have a way to like, you know, 
live in in the in that balanced line. I this, think. I, I mean, I suppose like okay, to compare to something like um, let's compare with the scientific method. The scientific method uh, solves this question for itself, like a level of philosophy, by saying there is never anything that is known to science to be true. Mm. It's you simply say we have a hypothesis that's never been falsified. Mm. You simply say. Um, it, whatever the truth is, our, our hypothesis is a fairly accurate uh, proximate to mm. it. It's not. It, we're not saying it is. We're just saying that um, you know, like until until Einsteinian re- relativity came along, then Newtonian mechanics were a pretty good approximation of the truth. Mm. But they but they weren't the truth. And now you mm. can you can run experiments that you put in the maths and you get an error from right. the Newton's equations you get you get a, a, a false result you know right. the experiment the measurement doesn't match up with the prediction right from the equations so so that's you simply that's how you go proceed in um you know science you you simply mm. say there's not we don't aim for we kind of like pursue the truth but we don't say that our theories are it right uh, is there some kind of equivalent in life? Yeah. Well, I mean, hmm. uh, let's just say, yeah, you can kind of. Is there some equivalent in life? I, I don't know. You know, like yeah, I remember when I was um, when I had like I was kind of a little bit sick. I had some yeah. We talked about I had like um, acid, a reflux or whatever. Right. So I was researching all this stuff, and if something didn't work, I mean, you know. They take this, do this, do that. If it didn't work, I would, it. I would uh, reject it. Mm. It's as simple as that. You know, it. It doesn't mean that I know. Ah, they were wrong. So this herb or whatever it is or this medicine definitely isn't wrong. But right. it's not working right. for me. Right. There's some reason behind it. Right. So you kind of move towards now. Uh, now I know what to do. I. Mm. I don't have the absolute truth of what causes and what cures acid reflux. I just know that <laughs> if I get it again, I can solve it Yeah, for myself. Right. It's, um, so it's your own truth. It's, it's just experience and it's... Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I it seems like you don't, you don't live in, in, a, in a sense of you, you don't own what is true to you. Do you own anything that is true to you? <laughs> this is like interesting. <laughs> it, I in those things that I own as true are um, much more on the level of uh, like much more on the level of mindfulness. So, hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> well, right. much yeah, the much more on the level of experience rather than on the level of reason. Mm. So, uh, where, uh, mm, interesting. It, like if, like for example, I, uh, like for example, uh, if you know, if we were to like get into uh, an argument, and uh, right. if we were to get into an argument, and I was to say, "Hey, man, what do you mean I haven't been a good friend to you? I have been. Look at all the things I've done for you. Blah 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 blah. None of that proves anything." Like uh, n- none of that proves. Uh, uh, it, well, it, it it's not that they don't mean anything, but they definitely don't prove um, my 
there's two arguments here, and I like, and both of them are good. The, uh, for example, when I was at Yao's wedding, like, mm. there was a couple of people that made speeches about love being uh, uh, an activity and not being just a feeling or passion, mm. which which is um, which are like I totally agree with, and yet at the same time, there's. <laughs> When you like think back to Shakespeare and Romeo and Juliet, there's another there's another thing, and it's the kind of the it's the opposite side of the same coin. Mm. Man, I don't think I'm I, I'm not even making sense to no, myself. No, it makes it, sense. Am I, I making I want, sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose it's just like you know when I if I were to add up cert, like certain my actions, I might have to conclude hmm, I could have been a better friend. Etc. Etc. But right in the moment, when uh, me and you are enjoying each other's company, yeah, I, you know, I have the direct experience. I'm with my friend. Yeah, you know, I could. Could I be a better friend? Yeah. Could have I fulfilled all the checkbox lists of all the things a friend's supposed to do? No. But you know what I mean. It's. Um, Why would I question that about you? No, in the I'm first not. Place? I'm. I'm relating it to what we're talking about here. It's. It's a bit like uh, people are in. People are trying to um, find you. You raised it, you know. Like know, if masturbation is good for you, yeah. that you, you can go down that route. You'll never prove it. You'll never. Um, you never. Not yet. It's <laughs> 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 one of my quests. Well, perhaps it's like an un- Dra- I think dragon it's, quest. It's probably an unfalsifiable <laughs> hypothesis. You know, it's like uh, I, I don't know. It feels right. How is anybody? How is anybody going to prove this is right? For me, <laughs> I know. I know. It writes for me. <laughs> I would not <laughs> be persuaded out this quest. <laughs> oh man! No, I get, but I get you. I get you. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think it's about enjoying the moment, then, right? I mean. Why do we need to question? You know the if you know I'm being good friends. Well, uh, or not. well I think I think it's both. I mean, then they maybe refor- reinforce each other. You know, so on the one hand, you can like learn about what being a friend means, what uh, what True. people who, what people who love each other like need to do for one another. Right, you can learn about this stuff. Right, and right. the actual sort of being present in the moment and like realizing. Wow, I really love this person. Yeah, that they reinforce each other. Yeah, and they're kind of both. Yeah, you, one without the other is kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah. you know if you because you could program like an, a robot to yeah. follow every single guideline. Right, does it love the yeah. person? Right, that's what that's because that's what the but one, a robot and a human is not the same thing. Uh, no, I know. But you know, <laughs> you can't compare him. You know, know even know. even though like there's so many people wants to compare robots and humans, we can't. Robot doesn't feel. They don't feel, man. It's, I I know. Yeah. So, yeah, it, we we can't compare, but. Eventually, a deadpan guy. Hey, but like, listen, I've been watching Star Trek uh, Next Generation, and you know, uh, Data says he doesn't have any feelings, but he's a good friend. <laughs> yeah, he has. Ex- uh, anyway, this is like a. You that know, depends on like what tangent, kind of friend you want, right? <laughs> Do you want a friend with no? I mean, I think like a lot of people would want friend with no feelings, so we can just be asshole to them, I guess. <laughs> right, 
but there are yeah <laughs> i mean you know but there are people there are people who definitely love their children but are assholes to their children true so you know that's as extreme like a good extreme example that i could yeah. think of yeah true <laughs> so you, you you know one should inform the other yeah i, I mean i was going to get to like you know when you know like that you love this person or you know that this person is good because you learn about them mm. i mean i can't just like show up with you and with and you know this person right you know personally know this person and you can't be just like vouching even though you do oh this guy is great that guy is not gonna believe you you know that i'm great no way mm. he has to learn through his experience that i'm a good person or not he right. might be a good person to you but he might not be a good person to me mm. And that's just the way, you know, the cookie crumbles, <laughs> I think, you know, the way the world goes. Right. And, but we shouldn't pressure ourselves. We just, like, just, I don't think we think enough about how, like, we appreciate the times and how to be kind to one another and just, like, you know, encouraging each other to, to get through this thing called life. And learning is a great experience of why we live, I think. And that's, at least that's why it keeps me going. Because I want to learn what the action of what I'm doing today will affect tomorrow. Mm, um, yeah. I, I had definitely had some experiences that made... Uh, All, you know, you can have like experiences that make everything running through the through the medias of the world seem so insignificant. Mm. Um, right. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> I, I need to. Well, Joe Rogan, where are you? Where's, where's my nootropic? Where's my <laughs> I don't know because the topic is is a topic that you can, you know, lost track it, and it's it, I think it's a fun, fun way to get yourself lost in it too. You know, it's just like you just gotta know where to get back to, like in the journey. I think a lot of people are lost right now through this crisis. Still, I mean, I'm so skeptical of so much things right now. You know that. That is evolving around the music business, evolving around the entertainment business, because there's no uh, concrete like action from the government to help like stabilize or help to uh, help the artists to you know to get through this. There's no action yet, you know. There's no relief funds. There's no supporting funds for entertainment business mm. at the moment because. They don't seem to be essential. That's what you know. They don't deem to be deemed essential to the government, right? Uh, And it's a fair point in, in a way, I guess, because we we make you know faster money, and but you can't just do that. I mean, because the reason we make a lot of money, we also lose a lot of money too in this time. You know, there's a lot of. I mean, we don't. We. I mean, I'm not having problems because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like a big names yet, like you know where you make like one million baht a, a, a month or something like that. It's been you know three or four months without that kind of money. Just think like of the big companies that you know have a lot of employees and you know they have to pay like 
10 million bots a month and there's no income, you know. It's mm. a it's a lot of fuck fucking thing to deal with. So believe you me, man, you guys you guys are, you know, doing well. I know I know you guys are doing well when you can hear us and I I know we need like kind of like encouragement and I hope like this podcast should be that, you know. We're talking about like some topic that that is really you know interest me as well and i feel like at the end of the day we we want to like progress into becoming a better humans you know all together right i don't know um, i should be <laughs> yeah you know I, like I, this is me at uh, my most uh, pessimistic sounding i suppose today although i don't like it's not that i feel pessimistic it's just um um yeah i just uh, lately i've had a a lot of kind of interactions with people and I've realized that hmm, it's pointless trying to persuade them. I, mm. like, I, I feel like kind of guilty giving up on people to, you know, Don't. but then in, in, the se- in the sense of like coming to a certain agreements, but I think it's maybe I've necessary to just say, hey, we can disagree. Right. Uh, why do we it's need to agree okay, on everything? Man. It's okay, man. It's okay. You know, let's agree to disagree. We got we to gotta save our sanity, too. I mean, you believe in what you want to believe. I believe in what I want to believe. As long as we don't become asshole towards each other, we don't become like a negative force, you know, that, you know, try to take advantage of each other. And that's that's not what friends do, right? Mm. We can disagree, and we should disagree in a certain st- uh, sense to find like a common ground on how we can live as a society, you know. But not to take advantage of others. Mm. That's just wrong for me. That's just wrong to take advantage of others. You know, it's it just doesn't make sense. Of course, in some of our action, we might be, you know, limiting some advantage towards other human beings. But you know we can be. I'm not responsible for 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 that. You know, I think I'm responsible for like being kind and trying to. You know, I'm not God and just like knowing like today I I what I use a plastic fork. You know, and then you know I'm gonna kill a fucking turtle. You know, I mean I try. I try to like. You know, separate the uh, the trash. You know, but then the government just like put them back it together. You know, what can I do? I'm trying my best. You gotta you gotta help encouraging p- other people too. And you know, instead of like starting pointing fingers towards like, oh, you're doing this shit. You know, just you're not doing this enough. You know this thing. You cost Trump. <laughs> it was <laughs> like. <laughs> It's like fucking hell, man. Love one another, for God's sake. I mean, just like be kind and just like you know help. If he has to use like a fucking plastic bag, then you know why you gotta be so mean to him. You know, it's not like you know he has to use it. Right. <laughs> he can't help it. You know. Of course, I mean, in a perfect world, we want to deliver that fucking quarantine COVID thing with a fucking banana leaves and everything. <laughs> but you know, we we trying our best. I think we should encourage one another. There's a lot of like, a lot of political correct kind of going going on right now. It's just like no fracking. You just gotta love one another more, man. Really, please. <laughs> mm. Well, music is a good way to come together and uh, do True. that. Yeah, that's what she said. That's the way we know. You gotta come together. 
<laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, I miss playing, man. So, yeah, I think we've been talking long pretty enough. long. Yeah. yeah, I love it, but yeah, I, I'm not sure if you people like it, but I love it. You know, give us some more thoughts and thank we, you so much we, for your support. We started out strong, and uh, whether we made progress or not is open to debate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would love to hear your feedback. Yeah. and just you know what, and you know what, what you want us to discuss about, and you know, we'll we'll try to make it worth your while. Mm. <laughs> All right, thanks everybody for listening. Um, right. Hope to have something interesting for you next week. Yeah, until next time. Yeah, see ya. See ya. <laughs>